my Lord and my Savior. This morning we worship you, Lord. You are worthy to be praised. Baba wetulolungileyo. Kubobonke abonkulunkulu abakhona ake khofana nawe. Andere bakhasa. From the east to the west to the south, Baba wetu ingwele ake khofana nawe. You are worthy and worthy to be praised. Ungunkulunkulu above you there is none. Hallelujah. I give you the praise this morning as we are singing that you are worthy of our praises, Lord. Surely you are worthy and worthy and worthy. In the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Father, we have given us this time this morning to come and worship you. My Lord, in the olden days, some they came in to the tabernacle of the Lord and Lord, it cost their lives. And this morning, Jehovah, you have made it easy for us that Jesus to come and cleanse us from every iniquity. Hallelujah. We thank you for grace. We thank you for mercy. And this morning, Lord, we are here to listen one more time for your word. And before us, there is a seven that we have chosen. I want to give you the glory. I want to give the praise. That Lord, she's called in times such as this. My Holy Father, to unfold the mysteries of heaven. Jehovah, that we may understand you better. In the name of Jesus, I'm praying for her and the interpreter, Lord, that they'll flow in the same spirit. Uninterrupted and with anything, Jehovah. So I thank you, Lord, do as you desire, Spirit of God. And our hearts will lay them before thee. In Jesus' name, may the church say amen. One more time, greetings in the wonderful name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. All protocol observed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are a church that has been left by Jesus to continue with the work that Jesus did. The very work that the apostles of old left for the church. We are continuing with the work. Desiring to finish before Jesus comes. It's not a mandate for pastors. Not a mandate for leaders. But it's a mandate for the church. For every disciple of Jesus Christ. Today is a leadership inauguration service. But no leader leads in a vacuum. Leaders are leaders of people. And it is critical that the spirit of God that it's in the set men of the house is the same spirit that fills every leader. And the same spirit that fills every member 
the Holy Spirit. We're talking on this caption this morning. A spirit-empowered generation. We are reading Numbers chapter 11. Numeri Holo Yalishmelmutumung verse twenty-four to twenty-nine. Numbers King Numeri Harifumani Ibalehajina Yaba Moshe Watwa O Pitalasichaba Mantri Ajahofa Ah Ho Hoba holo ba se chaba ba na ba mashume asupileng me aba emisa ba tiela tenteng hari Jehova atawa le room abua le yena anka moya o leng hudima moshe a obeha hudima ba holo ba mashume asupileng itse hoba moya o dule hudima bona hang ba hlaha ba profita empa ba sike ba hlola ba pheta Hone ho seti banna baba bedi di ahelo libito eleng emong eleng eldadi le emong ele medadi me moya wa dula hudima bona le ha ele le ne ele ba khetweng ba ne ba saka ba ya tenteng me ba profita di ahelo ya ba mohlanka emong utitima o bolalla moshe ari beldade le medade ba profita di ahelo Joshua Muranune ine ili mohlanka wa Moshe haisali bucheng bahai abua ari morenaka Moshe batibe Moshe ari na wampoulela na oh hoja sechaba ka ofela sa Jehova se ka fela sa profita mi Jehova abeha moya wa hai hudima bona I've got it in NIV and it reads thus so Moses went out and told the people what the Lord had said. He brought together 70 of their elders and had them stand around the tent. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke with him. And he took of the spirit that was on him and put the spirit on the 70 elders. When the spirit rested on them, they prophesied, but they did not do so again. However, two men, whose names were Eldad and Midad, had remained in the camp. They were listed among the elders, but did not go out to the tent. Yet, the spirit also rested on them, and they prophesied in the camp. A young man ran and told Moses, Eldad and Midad are prophesying in the camp. Joshua, son of Nun, who had been Moses' aide since youth, spoke up and said, Moses, my Lord, stop them. But Moses replied, are you jealous of my sake? I wish that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit on them. Let's give you a background. Israel, Israel was out of Egypt 
it by the hand of the Lord. They have seen the power of God and the miracles of God. Now they are in the wilderness and they are experiencing different kinds of hardships. At the beginning of this chapter, they were complaining about their hardships. The Bible says, in the hearing of the Lord, remember we said the Lord hears when the enemy speaks. But this day, I want you to remember that the Lord also hears when you speak. When you complain about your hardships, the Lord hears. Because he's always all present. And that angered the Lord. And the Bible says, the Lord came down as fire right around the camp. It was a huge fire burning. And Israel got scared and ran to Moses. And Moses prayed and the fire stopped. But Israel never lands. A few verses later, they start complaining now about food. They were complaining about hardships. By the way, they are complaining, yet they are having mana. They were desiring to have the cucumbers of Egypt. And this time the Bible says Moses had and we know that God had but when Moses had he reacted like most leaders that sometimes when you lead people and they seem not to be seeing the greater picture of what God is doing now it was Moses saying to the Lord you say I must carry these people like my children what have I done that I deserve such punishment and Moses said to God I cannot carry all these people by myself at some point he was saying better kill me and let me die now we understand that having to carry the load alone is a heavy load and a heavy burden but listen to how God responds he says bring me 70 of Israel's elders who are known as leaders and officials among the people and he tells Moses, I will take of the spirit that is in you and put it in them. 
then they will be able to help you. I'm here to tell you this morning. God's mission can never be done. Can never be accomplished by human strength. God's mission needs the spirit of God. Difficult circumstances will come in your life. Whether you are a leader or you are a follower. Difficult circumstances will come. And God uses them to test us and to build our faith. We have a tendency as Christians to be carnal unspiritual and ungrateful when difficulties come. We have a way to be canal unless we are helped by the Holy Spirit. We have a tendency to forget the same God who brought them through the wilderness. The same God who took them out of Egypt. The same God who parted the Red Sea for them. The same God. He hadn't changed. He was present because the pillar of fire was there. The pillar of cloud was there. The same God provided manna, but they were ungrateful. We need to learn to be grateful. You see, sometimes you become contaminated by the other people's lack of faith. You have faith until you hear them. You see, when I, I can imagine when they talked about the cucumbers of Egypt, the very thick ones, the very thick ones, let's talk about us. You remember when we were on a 21 day fast? The very food that you don't eat every day. When the enemy reminds you the food, you even smell it. And it's not even there. You remember? Now I can imagine when they were talking about the cucumbers, they were even smelling them. And maybe even imagining the crunch. Now Moses became discouraged and wanted to quit. You see, as leaders, 
without the help of the Holy Spirit, you will want to quit. The Holy Spirit is the source of power for laborers. The Holy Spirit is the power that helps us to stand when it's not possible to stand. It helps us to work when it's impossible to work. It helps us to act like Christ when it's not possible in the human to work like Christ. You see when you lead. You see when you are a disciple. At your workplace in your neighborhood. There will be people who are spiritual. But there will be people who are carnal. You need to be full of the spirit of God. To be able to deal with carnal things in the spirit. Hallelujah. I, I, I get shocked. When I hear a, a, a spirit-filled believer saying, don't spiritualize it. I get shocked because the Bible says I'm born of the Spirit of God. If I'm born of the Spirit of God, I live in the Spirit. I walk in the Spirit. I speak in the Spirit. I act in the Spirit. On this land where there are carnal people, when you are spirit filled, you know how to change your gear. You know how to respond. You don't need a carnal response. You need a spiritual response. You don't need carnal action. You need spiritual action. I'm talking to leaders. You see, when we talk about people, it's fundraising month. We say they must offer for building. And we ask you to collect the money. They will murmur, they will complain. They are ungrateful because they forgotten. They are stewards of God. They are ungrateful because they have forgotten. Have it not been for the law? they wouldn't have their daily bread. So they will murmur and they will complain. Leader, don't be carnal. Don't add to them, don't subtract. Shift and move into the spirit. Let me tell you when you move in the spirit, because they remember they complain and they give you the money. They give you the money. Let's take it slow. It's not you who's receiving the offering. 
It's not the board or the pastor or the church. They're offering their giving after memory. The person to receive or reject it is God. And God does not receive everything you give. He looks at your heart. If your heart is not right, you have murmured, you have complained. You give it. But you will have no reward. Because God does not receive it. So as a leader, you don't come to us and complain. You move into the spirit. You teach the word. That's why you are the leader. You teach the word. Teach that we need to give generously. Teach that we need to give. Willingly. Hey, check the Old Testament. When they were building the tabernacle, God said, Moses, Receive an offering. He didn't say from everybody. He said from those whose hearts are willing. A good leader will say because of your complaint, withhold your money for a moment. Teach the word. Go make right with God and bring an offering. We're talking about leadership. How do you take an offering from a member? At that moment, you can see that the two of them are fighting and there is no peace and both of them give you the money and you take it. A good leader will say, I can't take your offering because the Bible says you need to fix it first and bring it to the Lord. It will come in a carnal way. But a leader's response is a spiritual response. It's a response that snatches them. A leader must snatch the followers. And of course a leader leads by example. The way you present it. They are continuously asking for money without no end. That's canal. An opportunity to give to the house of the Lord is an opportunity to be blessed by God. Note how Moses dealt with discouragement. You see a carnal response to discouragement. 
comes and gives us back our books and say, Pastor, I'm tired. I can't do it anymore. Can I remind you? We have never called a leader we have never appointed a leader. It is God who calls, who appoints, who anoints. So when you give back the work, you are giving that to God. Moses teaches us how to deal with it. He took the problem to the Lord in prayer. Let us learn to take our problems to the Lord in prayer. You see, when he did that, there, there was an answer from God. There were existing leaders who could help Moses. The only thing was that they lacked something that Moses had that only God could give. Oh, hallelujah. Moses could not give them of the spirit of the Lord that was upon him. But God can. You see, when the work increases, look around you. You see, the work has increased. And the work is yet to continue increasing. Because we are advancing the gospel. When the work increases, the load increases. The burden increases. The Lord who provides will always provide leaders who will help to carry the work. And the Lord fills them with the same spirit that filled Moses. It's the Holy Spirit. So when God fills Moses and the leaders helping him with the Holy Spirit, it means this team of leadership is now strong in the Lord. So that when Moses speaks, the Holy Spirit confirms in the leaders. When Moses leads, and the leaders are leading with, them, with Moses, they will not go in different directions. Because they are led by the same spirit. When the work increases, we learn from Moses. No one leader. 
can do the work alone. They need other leaders filled with the Holy Spirit to assist them. Let's take it slow. When we were in the small church for the departments, we had only seven leaders per department because the number was smaller. When we came into the big building and the Lord multiplied the people, that is why we have sub-leaders the Lord extended the cells. We have sub-leaders because the cell leader alone can't do the work anymore because the load has increased. Moses not only desired the leaders to, to be empowered with the Holy Spirit, I want to believe Moses was, was foreseeing the problem. That if only he and the leaders are full of the Holy Spirit, leading a carnal people, it would be difficult to lead. Or impossible to lead. Because they'll be harboring a difference, a carnal mind. And a spiritual mind wouldn't work together. He himself was empowered by the Holy Spirit. And the empowering of the Holy Spirit upon Moses' life made a difference. You remember before this in Exodus, I think it's Exodus chapter 3, when Moses saw an Egyptian fighting an Israelite, and the Bible says he looked around and no, when he thought nobody's looking, he killed the Egyptian and buried him in the sand. That, that's a leader without the spirit. Employing carnal things. I love Moses. He did not think. He also neither believed. He's the only one that God could use. When Joshua came and said, Ildad and Midad are prophesying. Listen to Moses' response. I wish it was on everybody. Miak, this morning I want you to know it's my prayer that every member of Miak be baptized in the Holy Spirit. That every member of Miak be able to move in the giftings of the Holy Spirit. It's my prayer that the gift of the word of knowledge, the gift of the word of wisdom, the gift of faith, the gift of healing, 
The gift of prophecy. The gift to descend between different kinds of spirits. The gift to work miracles. The gift to speak in tongues. The gift to interpret tongues. It's the prayer of my heart that they function in the church. Not only in leaders, not only in pastorate, but in every disciple. Because Jesus gave a mandate to disciples, not to pastors. It's the prayer of my heart. I am praying that God gives you the desire to have the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Because the Bible says, if you desire them, you have them. It's the prayer of my heart that you are thirsty. It's the prayer of my heart that God pours out a thirst upon the church that the church wants to drink from the flowing rivers of the Holy Spirit. Such a thirst that will never be satisfied. Because you need a fresh anointing for a fresh day. Such a thirst that will not be satisfied about the miracle of yesterday. A thirst that will come in the morning and say as the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul is yearning for you. And God puts it so simple. He says, if you ask and believe, I will give. And that's why I'm limited. I can't drink for you. I can only pray for your thirst. I can't serve on your behalf. I can only pray for your desire to serve the Lord. But, but the response has got to come from you. You've got to ask yourself a question. Why am I alive? Why am I saved? Why am I in this church? Why am I why, why am I in this church? And why is God saying we must make disciples of all nations? Why is God giving us a calendar full of missions and outreaches? Why? And ask yourself. What is my part in all this? Because God will never address spectators. But God will address workers. The Holy Spirit 
It's not for spectators. It's, it's not a make me feel good spirit. It's a spirit for workers. Like we don't, we don't. You see, you have a car at your house that is stuck and not working. A car in your house that has been broken and it's not functioning. Do you go and pour petrol in it? We pour petrol in a car that is working. If you are a car that is working, God will pour petrol, spiritual petrol of the Holy Spirit. Without it, you can't do the work. You see, the, the, the Holy Spirit, it's what transforms a talk into a preaching that changes a heart. It's called the anointing. It's the burden removing, yoke destroying power of the Holy Spirit. We, we all need it. Let me correct something. We can't all preach on this pulpit. You've got a pulpit in your house. You've got a pulpit in your workplace. You've got a pulpit in your family. You've got a people in your neighborhood. The shepherds are pulpits. The war houses where they sell their bodies are pulpits. For these workers. But if you go in your strength, there won't be results. You are, you are like a car without petrol. A car without petrol goes nowhere. It will have all the parts. The steering wheel will work. The brakes will work. The accelerator will work. But it will go nowhere. Never think you are the only one that God can use. Never be jealous when God uses others. The body is a unit. We are representing the kingdom of God together. Hey, together. 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 We are doing this together. But remember, we are different. God won't do it through me the way he does it through you. The body is not the eye only or the mouth only. It wouldn't be a body. It would be a part. Just as you are excited and God has used you, pray for those around you that you see still need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. It must be a continuous prayer. Because for us to change how thing, we need people full of the Holy Spirit.
Maybe you are saying, I hear you, Pastor. It was Moses' desire. I hear you, Pastor. You say it's also your desire. But let me tell you, in Joel chapter 2, verse 28 and 29, God revealed his plan. That his plan is in agreement with the desire of Moses. Tina, we are fortunate. We even know who there was. Acts chapter 2. Verse 124. And suddenly, the sound of a violent wind from heaven came and filled the house. They were all filled. Now I know it is for a grandmother it is for a young person. It is for a businesswoman. It is for an educated. As long as you have Christ in your heart, it is for you. The qualifier, the thing that qualifies to be filled with the Holy Spirit is having Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Now, if you are born again, you are perfectly positioned. You see, if you are spirit-filled and you, you, you get on drinking every day for the day, you do business in this world, in the action of the Holy Spirit. They, they will all come and say, what strategy did you use? Uh -uh, we don't use strategy. We are given the gift of the word of wisdom and the gift of the word of knowledge and we chat through it and bring results of heaven. The only key that the, that the church has got to finish the work is being filled with the Holy Spirit. What we need is not a church full of people. It won't make a difference. But we need a church full of spirit empowered believers. Because they must be full of the spirit. But they must also believe. We can do nothing right without the power of the Holy Spirit. You can't work right. You can't live right. You can't lead right without the power of the Holy Spirit. Peter, in the book of Acts, even the books he wrote, 
He did it because he was full of the Holy Spirit. Ananias Ananias was an ordinary disciple but full of the Holy Spirit. God sent him to Paul to open blindness. Paul was baptized in the Holy Spirit because God took an ordinary disciple. Can I talk to ordinary people? Not in leadership, just believing. Ordinary, full of the Holy Spirit. God used the ordinary hands of a spirit-filled believer to release Paul, the apostle of Jesus Christ. Because it's not the person doing the work. It's the spirit of God in the person that does the, the work. Philip did everything he did through the power of the Holy Spirit. Paul Paulus did everything he did because of the power of the Holy Spirit. We are closing. God knows that you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And he has promised that when you, when you ask, he will fill you. Very simple. Bonolo. We are closing. Requala. Mm. Jesus is coming. Just so Our nation is dying. The world is dying. But we have a command. Go ye therefore. And make disciples of nations. You start where you are. Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Judah. Judah. Samaria. Samaria. And to the ends. Of the earth. Thank you, Jesus. When you hear that command, Jesus said to the disciples, You shall be given power. You shall receive power. Acts 1 8. Acts 1 8. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judah, Samaria, and to the ends of the world. At that time, because Jesus hadn't ascended to heaven yet, and the Holy Ghost hadn't come yet, he said, wait in Jerusalem. We don't wait anymore because he's present. Even today, he's present. I want the church to stand. Give us a song of the Holy Spirit. And, and, and I am calling anyone who's saying, here am I, Lord. I need you to send me.
But I first need you to feel me. Yesterday's anointing is not needed for today's situation. If that's the prayer of your heart, quickly make your way to the front as we sing and ask him to fill us. If, if there's one thing that I ask God every day, I don't want to be a car without petrol. Because I go go scrap yard. Because I'm not in the scrap I'm a moving car. that is in motion. I'm a moving car. Lord, fill me today. Lord, fill me today. Hey, Rebos, she can't he mean rebosi kete. You ruboshe take it rebosia. Hanin ribosi kete. Sin ribu kushata lama. Harebobobosha. Ula mahashaka. Adrebosha. Pastor's board, please make your way to the front. Pastor Bill, you and your wife can come and join us. Jesus. Here's my desire. Worship team. Worship team. That one day you'll be so full of the Holy Spirit. That from the first soul, the Holy Spirit will minister through soul. In the eyes, in the pews, in the lives of the people. That the glory of the Lord will fill this temple. That it will be impossible for the priest to stand and minister. If you know my prayer for you, it's that one. That as you are ministering and they are willing somebody in a wheelchair, then the power of God going through song will change this atmosphere and the Holy Spirit will do the work. Give us a song. Lift your hands unto the Lord. The same Spirit the same spirit that was on Moses. God took of it and put it upon the leaders. We know today it's the Holy Spirit. It's God's will. It's God's desire that you yourself be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. We're going to learn to lay hands on you. Ask of the Lord. Believe that you receive. And then you have it. As they sing, pastors, please lay hands on them.